your mind ready. Beautiful, let's roll. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to episode two of Shed Talk. Your boy's back here again. I'm Nate. I'm here with Tony. What's good, gang? I'm very excited to be here for episode two. Um, I can tell you this, for episode one, you know, we heard you guys. There's a lot of good feedback. I'm very excited that everybody's uh, interested in this. And, I, you know, this is something we've been, again, talking about for a long time. Something that has been on our minds. And here we are rolling this again. Um, but, yeah, we wanted to acknowledge some feedback here. Um, reintroduce somebody that was behind the mic. Uh, that was some of our feedback. Uh, <laughs> recap. Some of the things have been going on uh, recently. The Super Bowl finished up, so we'll talk a little bit about the NFL. Some things that have been going on. This isn't just a sports podcast, but that's what we love. So why don't we talk about it a little bit? NFL season just happened. But it's like eight months of our life, so I think it's important to touch on. Absolutely. And now it's gone. And then we also took some advice and some uh, feedback from topic wise from the fans. So we'll definitely have one here. Uh, shout out Jimmy Brown for this <laughs> this idea. <laughs> so. Let's get this rolling. Um, so, where we wanted to start, basically, I wanted to have you start by introducing the the mysterious voice behind the camera. So, we introduced her at the end of the episode last time. Should have done at the beginning. Clear. Sorry, guys. Yeah, yeah, sorry about that. Sorry you guys had to hear a mystery voice, but this is our Who? producer, the one, the only, Nikki, a.k.a. Pichka. On all social media is at Peachka, Peach with two K's oh and an A. Don't forget it. This now, sounds like I told you to do this. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like I'm like, you I guys. promise, listen, <laughs> this was not feedback from her. No, this is feedback like, I got from like 15, 20 people. I'm not what? even kidding. Easily, they were like, who the hell was talking in the background? Well, what's funny is she's not only our producer. Nikki and I are cousins. You know, we my one of my favorite cousins. I, I, sorry, sorry, family. But, uh... <laughs> But I gotta say, you know, Nikki, she's done so much for us. She, her and I have always been pretty close for the last, especially over the last few years. She spent the last seven years over in London. Um, it was tough, you know. We had we kept the distance, not because of anything more than a pond between two continents. Um, yeah, you know what? <laughs> but no, just some little things about her. You know, she's really been helping us. You know, intervene our conversations, kind of keep us on topic because we tend to ramble. That's that's nothing new. Um, and really, she does all the behind-the-scenes work, editing, everything. She got her master's in production. Pretty cool. So nothing could have been something, better. If y'all ever need something, hit Peachka on all social media. <laughs> this at, isn't a promotion. At Peach with two Ks, one A. Whatever you need. You need a film. You need a verse. You need the ones and twos mitt. Hit her. Not us. Hit her. <laughs> Anywho. Good little introduction, Nikki. Yeah, thank you, guys. No problem. Didn't thank even know you. that was going to happen. I'm thank glad you. you're here. Glad you're here. Thank you for having me. But, like I said, a little, little to get a little more specific about what's been on our mind, some things that have been happening, you know, and it's current events, all over media, all over, you know, anything. Um, let's talk about the NFL. It's been a weird year. Um, I, sure. you know, crazy year. You know, who the hell would have thought we'd see the Kansas City Chiefs and the San Francisco 49ers playing in a Super Bowl, and then Shakira and J-Lo shaking their ass all over stage for the halftime show. I mean, not a bad Super Bowl. Football-wise, great time. Um, think about what happened last year. Um, 
Kansas City got upset in overtime by the New England Patriots. I go home. That was an upset. Everybody probably saw that coming. It's at the people it's the Patri- Stadium. It's the Patriots. You know what I mean? Like, Tom Brady, greatest quarterback of all time. I hate your guts, but I will say you, you can't deny talent. True. Um, but with that, I mean, it's it's crazy. The Chiefs, best team last year out of the AFC, 12-4. Um, MVP quarterback. The man who made the Madden cover, Patrick Mahomes. I mean, first man to break the Madden curse. He honestly take that to ESPN. Tweet that out though. Patrick Mahomes, first NFL Madden cover player to be on the cover and win the Super Bowl in the same year. I swear, it's probably a they fact. always said that there is a true curse, and we've seen it happen all the time. True. Who the hell is Peyton Hillis? Do you remember Peyton Hillis? Uh, he Madden two thousand twelve. Fullback, Cleveland Browns, the Cleveland Browns. And guess what? He made it on the fucking cover of Madden. He was hot. He How? Because he led the league in rushing with uh, 1,500 rushing yards. But then he's a, yeah, he, he disappeared now. He got hurt the next year. Have Usually happens to everybody on the Madden curse. Every somebody gets hurt. Richard Sherman was on it, got hurt. Do you think that it's a curse because people believe it? Like, like because so many people believe in it that, like, and then they end up believing it that, like, inevitably they get hurt? Or do you uh, think, like... Honestly, it's... I think the hype kind of comes behind it, if you think about it. It's a lot of pressure. You get, it's a lot of pressure. It's a people's vote to get on the Madden cover. It's a people's vote. True. Peyton Hillis was a people's vote, just to put that there. Patrick Mahomes. The Think about the season that he had. He actually did get hurt midseason, where everybody was like, oh, my God, he tore his ACL, it's over for the Chiefs. And it didn't happen. He broke it, and he's younger than us, and we're sitting here trying to start a freaking podcast. That man's winning Super Bowls. Like, come on. Why can't that? You know, whatever. The San Francisco 49ers, they were, what last year? 4 and 12? 4 and 12, because their entire team was hurt. Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy G tears his ACL, ends up. Tanking the entire season with the Niners. Um, I couldn't even tell you who their quarterback was. It was what? There was somebody number three. I forget what the hell his name was. I don't even know. No, 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 no. shit. Uh, I don't know. Keep it who knows? Who knows? But um, they come back this year, obviously tank this entire year. They go in and they get the second pick in the draft. And they draft probably the best player that came out of that draft. Nick Bosa, who is an animal, Ohio State defensive end, who, dude, he... He did have a, he had a super solid season. I mean, he had one of, a better season than most veterans. Not to hold his jockstrap either. Like, that's impressive coming out second overall. A lot of times they talk about the bust. He, that could have been a Ryan Leaf situation. Who the hell is that? Um, they end up being... USC quarterback. Right, yeah, USC's trash. Um, but number one defense in the league... San Francisco, the fan favorite. Everybody loved Jimmy G. Put him on a platform, put him on a silver platter. Mm-hmm. They take it all the way to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. They are up by 10 in the fourth quarter. And then what? Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes magic, as they call it. The comeback kid himself, Patrick Mahomes, comes back, wins a Super Bowl. I mean, that was insane. It was probably one of the most fun Super Bowls I've watched. Think about what happened last year with the Patriots and Rams. Trash Super Bowl. Nobody I mean, wanted to watch that. That Super Bowl last year 
had to be one of the worst Super Bowls. Uh, I mean, it's not it wasn't one of the worst, but event wise, horrible. Didn't feel like a big game. I'm not even going. Oh, this game, this game, this year was good. The problem with it was it just felt like a regular Monday night game. It like, did feel like a Monday night may, football. Not maybe gonna lie. except for like the three people I know that are Kansas City Chiefs fans, the two people I know that are 49ers fans. Yep. Everybody I watched the game, they were just like. Oh man, it's the Super Bowl. Honestly, get... I didn't even know the Super Bowl was last weekend. Exactly, yeah. exactly. That's the thing. It Nobody was, was hyped up. Everybody was hyped for food. That's because Philly wasn't in it. For... I mean, <laughs> go cares. birds. Yeah, birds are ass. Anywho, top bad. But everybody just wanted the food, the beers, the drinks. Just because the halftime show. Super Bowl well, it's party. a holiday now. Like, it's it's taking like a holiday now. I remember watching the trailer for a great movie, Concussion. Will Smith. Talk the doctor that talked behind the scenes with concussion protocol. The there was a quote in the trail that it literally said that the NFL has taken over a religious day. They basically have taken over. Church is not as important as football as they try to say. Right. And I'm a religious person. I'm a Catholic. I was you know, confirmed. I went to Catholic high school. Well, we went to Catholic high yeah. school, and you know. It's something that we obviously believe in, but like it's also kind of true in the eyes of the world that the football has taken over a day of the week. That's crazy. Yeah, I mean, it's one of the most, most watched sports in all. I mean, in America. Yeah, literally, it's probably the most watched sports in America. Easily. Yeah, like I, don't, I mean, I don't care if people call baseball America's pastime. Don't touch anything. It is the pastime. But yeah, love baseball. America, like football. Like, that's, that's but, a game right there. That's but it's like that conversation we were having the other day about how, like I said, this is the only country where you really have options yeah. in terms of sports mm-hmm. to, yeah. like, enjoy and play and watch and, like, even make money from. Believe me, you know? it's tough for a big soccer fan like myself not being, you know, obviously a European soccer fan. I, I'm, I'm more of a soccer fan than I am a football fan, but I can talk football just like I can soccer. and That's because you have the option. Right. True. But, like... It's weird because I was a soccer player my entire life. I still play. Um, and nobody talks about it, really, unless the World Cup's on. Or we're talking about Christian Pulisic because he's from, what, he grew up 15 Hershey. minutes away from here? Hershey, yeah. <laughs> like best, he's... Cho- best chocolate out there, Hershey, PA. Oh, yeah, we don't so rep Chelsea, agree. but shout out to Christian. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he plays for Chelsea, which is terrible because, you know. But anywho. But Man United's terrible, too. But the <laughs> thing about the entire season, though, one, one of the most – Ozzy, one of the biggest stories coming out of this season, though, is my man A.B. as a Steelers fan personally. Oh, my goodness. A- Antonio a- Brown. A.B. with a very big up and down season. Wallet. To all you people out there that said the Steelers still need an A.B., guess what? We ended up in the same position without him. Not in the playoffs. Listen, you didn't you want that headache. That. You have to understand. But here's the thing, though. I do, I, but on a more serious note, though, I do feel bad for my man. Because it's just kind of crazy just to see the downfall that he had, you know, being up on such high pedestal where it's like he's the best receiver in the league. Easily, praise, though, praise, praise by many. Talent. People out there, kids are out there repping his jersey saying, I want to be like A.B. someday to literally the next season he's on who? three. Literally, he's on three different. Nah, he's not who. He's the he, he's out there. You know what I mean? He's on three, four different teams already in the season. And it's like, damn, now them seeing kids that are repping A.B.'s are just like, ooh. Like, I can't even be like him no more. And it's like, nope, yeah. just to see. a hell of a drug. Yeah, it's like, it's like to see that just like downfall, to see all that fame getting to him from like stuff like him being, him being cool with Juju, their teammates. He's helping them, he's helping them be better. 
But the next thing you know, he's out here talking all this shit on him. And it's Boo like... Boo Smith Schuster. He's better than the receiver <laughs> on the Eagles, though. Oh, come on. Really? Alshon Jeffrey? We could, we could, get, we could talk about that at another time. But yeah. Antonio Brown, the most dramatic person, minus Donald Trump on social media. Um, he is, <laughs> like, I literally the other day looked up his last year. You know, we all reflect on our years. We all reflect. I want to reflect on Antonio Brown's year. I wrote some funny things down here. Zero. So, again, you, you touched on his talent. Number one receiver for the last how many years? Phenomenal top, top player. Three top three talent. Six Julio, him, and Michael Seven. Thomas, I would say. Best three. Yeah. Um, DeAndre Hopkins up there, too. DeAndre Hopkins is right up there. That He's got great hands. But, everything went to shit in Pittsburgh. Him, Le'Veon, management, everything. Like, caused all kind of drama. And you know what? Le'Veon didn't even cause that much drama compared to Antonio Brown. Le'Veon sat out a whole season. We can talk about that at another time as well. But Antonio Brown, crazy amount. Like, there were pictures of him sitting there shaking the hand of the president of the Pittsburgh Steelers. And he, you know, we were fine. You can't even say everything was fine. You caused all this drama. And they literally said, trade me then. So guess what they did? They trade him to Oakland, Las Vegas, whatever team they are now, the Raiders, Raider Nation. Um, it, <laughs> did things get better? Did they really? No, he didn't. I mean, he didn't play a snap. Getting all you people out there that said AB would be better off without the Steelers. I'm glad y'all saw where he ended up. I wonder, Nate, are you a, are you a Steelers fan? Like, yeah, Of course, everybody <laughs> knows that. The Raiders, y'all said he would help the Raiders. Derek Carr would be better. Still look like shit. Ooh. Derek Carr is trash. Tom Brady. Well, Tom Brady actually. Tom Brady might him. end up playing in there, but again, we can get on Tom Brady later. <laughs> he lost. He got lost by them. Cut. Who was he on the Bills? He he was on the Bills for I don't even know. Maybe like twenty four hours. He ain't held nobody out. That's all y'all people that said he would make a difference statistically. All right. Just I know so how you feel know. about Antonio Brown, and, but yeah. <laughs> but think about it. Think about the facts of it. Let's bring this back. Let's bring it back. Social media. Again, he was terrible. Absolutely terrible. He was posting some crazy pictures, a fine that he received of like $40,000 or something like that. Um, posting his messed up feet and blisters after practice. He was also doing some stupid stuff like he'd apologize. Like you'd see him apologize to people of Pittsburgh and then talk shit on them the next day on the same platform. Like, dude, are you all right? Do you need help? I don't know. Maybe. Uh, but complains about his helmet, complains, starts missing practices, there's fines, everything. Leads up to the Raiders just saying, screw this guy, cut him. He got cut. I was on the golf course when they were cut. Right? It was the day of my 24th birthday. Uh, we're out there on the course, and I'm looking at my phone. It's like couple first couple holes. And mind you, I was still a little drunk from the night before, but I'm like... Antonio Brown got cut? No way. And we're sitting there, sitting in the golf cart, and I remember sitting there talking to my coworker, and I said, Chris, he's going to get a call from Bill Belichick. And he's like, no way. Absolutely not. We're sitting there hours later, about two hours later. I remember it was halfway through. I just took a shot of Southern Comfort on the course. Probably the worst decision, but it was my birthday. I didn't care. Um, 
they they signed him a one year contract, nine million dollar guaranteed signing bonus. I'm going. This man is the luckiest man alive. Bill Belichick is about to win a Super Bowl. Things are about to go great for them. They had who? Him and Josh Gordon. Who? Two of the most R.I.P. best receivers. I should say the best, some of the best receivers we've seen in the NFL. Whose also career went to shit. Josh Gordon <laughs> will have the greatest. You heard it here first. He will have the greatest thirty for thirty ever in life. His journey is different. So. Back to uh, the team that cut AB, the New England Patriots. He, uh, or I shouldn't say he, they did not make the Super Bowl. How weird to not, how great, but how weird is it to not see the New England Patriots play in the Super Bowl? It made me happy. Oh, I was thrilled. I mean, I hate the Patriots. I mean, it was, it was was a little something different to see them, uh, see them not make it just because they've been trying to run it. They've basically been running the game of football. For the past decade now, whether people like to admit it or not, they're always in the title picture. Tom Brady's always there. Their teams, with Bill Belichick's always there, and it's like it was a little different not to see them in there. But at the same time, I mean, nobody liked Tom Brady. Nobody likes the Patriots. It made the Super Bowl more enjoyable. Honestly, there's a drama around exactly. it, right? And honestly, there's no team I hate more than the New England Patriots. No. So seeing them not be there, great. Portnoy, Boston sucks. But I Sorry know, to tell you. Well, out of the people but. that did make it <laughs> to the Super Bowl this year, how'd you feel about your man, Big Andy, Cheeseburger Reed? Listen, man, his first listen. chip ever. I will in say, life. it's hard for me, especially. I'm an Eagles fan. Like, Andy Reed won a Super Bowl with the Kansas City Chiefs. And by the way, Philly fans, y'all did nothing for this Super Bowl. Andy Reed did it. And the Chiefs did it. Not all right, Philly. all right. Listen, just cause we can per- just we can talk about Philly fans at another time because I know my fan base is awful, but we are still great fans and we don't care. Shout Anywho, out to, shout out to Ch- Kansas City Chiefs fan <laughs> base and the Kansas City Chiefs. No, Andy yeah, Reed. congrats to seriously, congrats to Andy Reid, congrats to the Chiefs. I mean, Philly loves you. I don't have to p- part, uh, pipe that one up. We already know you did great things for us, but this is your team. You're the Kansas City Chiefs coach. Let's just separate that at one point because Andy Reid went through a lot. He did. His he did. son, that situation with his kid who's now sadly dead. Mm-hmm. Um, like, it's, I don't know. It's so cool to see Andy Reid win a, win a Super Bowl. Shady won a Super Bowl. Shout out to I mean, another Harrisburg guy finally got a Super Bowl, but he was also an Eagle. It's weird True, for me man. to see some iconic Eagles win a Super Bowl without Philly. But, anyways, seriously, congrats. You're getting your cheeseburger buffet, Andy Reid. Life's probably going to be great for you. Um, don't eat too many of them. You know, it's it's not good for you. Honestly. But, nah, it'll be, next year will be interesting. The Eagles will, uh, the Eagles will rebound off their, yeah, I know. Yeah. Come here, Rocky. Rocky. Welcome for the show, big guy. This is, uh, my, my old man, Rocky, here, my... My dog, my first dog ever, but he knows how to open the shed door, so we weren't going to have any special guests yet, but I guess it'll be him today. Um, so, anywho, you know, we were wrapping up here with the Chiefs, and I kind of got into Philly, but rough season for our teams. Half our, half of my roster was injured. Um, still made the playoffs, though. It, 
Carson Wentz threw 4,000 yards to all different receivers that didn't even get 500 reception yards. Crazy year for Wentz. I'm not hyping my team up, but that's an impressive stat. Impressive. 2021, the Vince Lombardi Trophy will be coming back to Pittsburgh. You heard it here first. Don't forget it. Get out of here. Dude, you can't even be realistic with that one. Like, who's your quarterback? Ben Roethlisberger. Pick one. Back. Pick one. Ben Roethlisberger. What, your 40-year-old quarterback? That threw for 5,000 yards last year when he wasn't Look, hurt. he was my fantasy quarterback that year, and I was very pleased with it. He ain't the same, brother. He got hurt. He like, threw for 5,000 yards. Listen, you're going to have Mason Rudolph, who got his head clocked off by Miles Garrett, at some point again in your season. Like, Ben Roethlisberger's at the end of his time. I'd love to see him play another season. I never had a problem with Big Ben. Ben Roethlisberger threw for 5,000 yards. Listen, you can keep <laughs> piping that number up. I do not care. <laughs> like, it is what it is. You had a lot of problems. It's a rebuild year for you with all the drama from Antonio Brown, the drama from Le'Veon. Hell, people didn't even want Tomlin. Didn't people even didn't even want year. Tomlin to be there. Like, think about that. I like guy. Mike he's, Tomlin. He's been the second best coach since he's been hired. I agree. I 100% that's a, that's agree. People can hate on Tomlin, but Tomlin was a good coach. He didn't get along with the players, but those were the star players who also were giving him shit. He didn't put up with any of that. You know what I mean? People can hate on Tomlin. That's cool. Any stats don't like, lie. Numbers stats don't, don't lie. lie. I will say that he's got Check a couple rings, board. doesn't he? Two rings. Two rings. Good for him. I can't tell. There's coaches that don't even have a ring. Actually, no, you I know, there's uh, quarterbacks that don't even have a ring. Down Dan Marino, where it says, you know, wedding ring. Yeah, he's got a <laughs> wedding ring, but I don't know about that. Anywho, anywho, you know, it's kind of our recap of the NFL season. It's been fun. It's been exciting. I'm excited to see what happens next. What's next, but, actually? XFL season. The XFL. The XFL starts tonight, dog. You're the one hyping it up earlier. You past, almost past, convinced me on FanDuel. What is it? The XFL. Yeah, XFL it's a run back. Started this piece. Started I'm going to say explain it because yeah. not everybody will know. I don't know. It's a football company that's trying to do a redo from, I think it was early 2000 when they first tried it. Started by the one, the only, Vince McMahon. And the company shit the bed. <laughs> shit the Vincent bed. Kennedy McMahon. And now, they're trying to give an alternative to the NFL. About a time. faster, safer way to play football. No halftime. Shorter quarters. Better technology, better rules. I honestly didn't okay. even know any of that. I didn't know that either. That's informative. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're trying to prevent concussions. They have, they're, they have more cameras on the sideline. They're trying new camera angles. All this shit. So maybe people, maybe more people will watch football. You yeah. never know. You honestly never do. So but, optimistic for the XFL. Right. Maybe it'll be fun. I'll put that a bet on them. Hopefully, I. This Hopefully man has been trying money. to get me to download FanDuel for the last few weeks. Actually, half of you, my friends out there, have been trying to get me to do FanDuel. You know what? If I do that, I'll have a gambling problem. <laughs> <laughs> Real shit. Like, that shit's way too easy. Oh, my God. I can't. Don't even try it. Don't even try it. But I'll, I'll download it tonight. <laughs> Shout out to FanDuel. Shout out FanDuel. But... No, actually, you know, some more shout-outs kind of to transition there, funny enough. Um, 
we had a lot of people write in recently uh the last couple days we put it up on our story um and if you don't know where that is it's at at shed talk podcast you'll see us post every so often on instagram and twitter about things that we may want to you know ask our ask our fans ask people that are following us but real again going back to it um we asked people to write in their shed thoughts. Hashtag shed thoughts. Some people commented on the Instagram. We got a couple good ideas, and I mentioned the man, uh, one of our good friends from high school. Actually, was my roommate in college, Jimmy. Um, shout out Jimbo. <laughs> he, uh, he, he gave us a really good topic to kind of talk about. What motivates us? Who motivates us? That could be personal life, family life. I mean, that kind of ties in, but your you know role models things like that we can kind of tie in so you know i mean what are your thoughts on you know let me ask you this what motivates you what, all right you're gonna turn right on me on thanks yeah right so, on the spot anywho easy start it off uh, what motivates you tell us what all you, right you wake up every day listen the reason you get out of bed Put your shoes on. I have a playlist that gets me excited and pumped up every day. No, I'm just kidding. It's not what motivates me. <laughs> it helps when, when you're, you know, when you need a little motivator. But, right. no, um, really, what motivates me every day, um, well, I'll kind of go into a couple things. Um, some role models, some pieces of my life that have really pushed me to where I want to be and where I need to be and continually will go to. Um one of them, funny enough, is my little brother. I touched on it last week. Um, my brother, Nicholas, he's 20 years old, um, has autism. And, you know, it, it's a different life. It's very different. And um, a lot of people will never really understand it unless you've seen it. Like, Nate, you've been exposed to a lot of it. Nikki, you've seen Nick all your life. Mm-hmm. Um, it's... It's different, and there's a lot of different people on the spectrum. It's n- no person with autism is the same. Right. That's one thing I've learned. And um, it's like no person is the same. No, no person really is the same. But you know, when people try to diagnose disabilities yeah. or symptoms, whatever, I don't call it a disability. It's a difference. It really is. Um, the big difference, you know, with Nick. He's nonverbal. Well, I, I can't even say he's nonverbal. He quotes YouTube like crazy. <laughs> but it's funny. Like, that's his way of communication is he communicates kind of to himself. I notice he commentates his own videos, which is cool. I, I would love to have a, a, like him be a commentator one day. Mm-hmm. But his communication with you and me is a lot different. Yeah. And, like, it's just what motivates me on him is he's not able to live a normal life. It really is different. It's quote, really unquote, weird. Normal. And yeah. quote unquote normal. But I want to say it in the sense of even just me and you having a conversation. Right. He can't do that. Yeah. He can't go to a... He could, but he he goes to a school that specifically works with children with special needs. Autism is actually the only people and mm. Asperger's and whatnot. Great school. Um, we fought for him to get in there. But really, the motivation behind it is he's not able to live this quote-unquote normal life that we are kind of move in a direction of success because he doesn't even understand what success means mm-hmm. he's just happy every day or you know sometimes can come home a little pissed off <laughs> that's happened recently but um but really it's i'm able to live that life i'm able to be successful and watching him mm-hmm. like i hope he understands one day that that's what i'm doing this for 
Like, mm. that's, it's him, it's my life, it's my family. This is not an easy, nothing, nobody's life is easy, truly. Everybody's yeah, got to right. struggle. Right. But, like, that's what motivates me, it's him. And, you know, it, there's a quote that I always live by. Um, Coach Carter, if you remember the movie, um, the gym was locked. They unlocked the gym. They were about to get rid of Coach Carter. Coach Carter walks into the gym, and they're all studying at their desks on the basketball court. And the one player stands up and goes, Cruz, 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 who got kicked off the team a couple times. But Cruz came up and goes, our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. And that's what I live by. So, Nate, I'm going to turn the question back to you. What motivates Nate? What motivate? Who motivates Nate? I mean, kind of elaborate on, on both, I guess, if you don't mind. Yeah, I got you. Uh, let's see. What would I say motivates me? Uh, what motivates me is being happy. I'm okay. a happy person. Yeah. Not really sad, not really down. Just being happy and upbeat. That's what really motivates me. That's what drives me. That's how my family is. My dad and my mom, they're both like that. I ain't never seen, I barely see my dad ever frown. I barely see my mom ever do it. Everybody loves them. People love them more than me. It's crazy. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm being so, yeah, like, I'm serious. Like, they like they would motivate me. They know? are great. They're great. Yeah, they're super, super solid. Shout out to, uh, shout out to Andrew and uh, Big Nate, you know. Big Nate. But, uh, yeah, nah, seriously, like, I mean, they always, they're always doing, they're always trying to help other people, always trying to help make other people happy. They always try to make me happy, all my sisters happy, you know what I mean, like, whole family happy, so it's like, they're really the motivation, they're just what I do everything for, I mean, they're always at every game, whether it's at college, True. whether it's a, it was a track in high school, where it could have been, when I was in middle, not middle school, like, elementary school band, anything it was, they were there at, so it's like, just be able to see the hard work they always put into me, yep. and what they do for me, it's like, <clears throat> you know, the only way to return that favor is to be able to work hard and be happy for them and make them happy to in return. Make them the happiest parents possible. Mm. That's yeah. what you got to do. That's then, really nice. You know, I mean, yeah, shout out to my people, man. They good. They good ones. Great ones. They are great. Nate the Great. That's what motivates me. No, it's all good motivation, man. I mean, mm -hmm. it's good that you want to be positive. You want to be successful yeah. as well as positive and share, share a positive light that you've yeah. been shared. And it's, like, and it's like the same with you. Like, you know, like referring back to your brother, how you say, you know, you want to be able to be successful, you right. know, for like, not even just be successful for him, but to show him that like, hey, he can be successful too, you know, yeah. no matter what, like anybody says, it's like he has the opportunity to adjust. There's no such thing as a true disability. Yeah, exactly. You're meant to be what you're supposed to be. I mean, mm -hmm. that's life. Yeah. You're giving, God gives you what you got and just either make the best of it. It sucks when it, obviously there's others that have been. You know, let's be real. It's it's a real thing. It's, somebody's different than other, and maybe somebody's better, somebody's worse. But that does that doesn't always matter. Mm -hmm. We're all here for a reason. That's the cool part of life. So yeah. that's awesome. All right, guys. So that's kind of what we got for y'all today. You know, talking talking a little bit about you know the feedback that y'all gave us again. Like we really appreciate that. Yeah, much love you for know. that. Exactly. Thank like you. keep it coming again. Like even the people know that I asked them personally. You know. Give me what you like about it. Give me something you didn't like. You know, like we not we not gonna be hurt by it. It's gonna be. It's, it's gonna never be gonna better. be perfect the first time around. We're doing this to have fun, though. That's yeah. the whole point. I mean, this is cool. Again, we appreciate y'all feedback. That helped 
that's able to help us make this better, make it more enjoyable, makes you want to tune in again. And of course, as always, like we said last time, we got the final shed thought. Now this week, Anthony has it, so I will pass it over to him. To yeah, um, my final, the final shed thought I had this week is, uh, I think it's touched a lot of people without me even saying, you know, the world's been weird recently, the last few weeks. Um, the final shed thought for me is truly that life is way too short. Um, we as people, you know, we don't, we don't think about, you know, what we have today. You only really get today. You know, we value the future off of the past. Um, we really just don't realize what we can accomplish in one day. You wake up, who knows if you're waking up the next day? Who knows, you know, what's, what's happening? You can, you know, the past does not define you. The past, you know, it, it taught you, it got you to where you are. It got you to where you need to be. It really, you know, every minute that you spend is, is valuable because you can continue to learn, continue to get better and just be a person. But back to the point, um, another quote, I'm kind of a quotes person. I, I live, that another motivator there, always reading quotes, always trying to be, um, you know, other people motivate me. And some, one of the other quotes um, the reason I named my dog who he is, Rocky, I mentioned him before. Rocky Balboa, it was in Rocky Six, which was the worst Rocky Ep movie, but <laughs> I'm sorry, sorry, Sylvester Stallone. Really, I, anywho, um, what motivates me is a quote that he said to his son. He said it to Robert. He goes, um, the world ain't, ain't all sunshine and rainbows. It's a very mean and nasty place, and I don't care how tough you are, it'll beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. I could keep going there, but the real quote is, it ain't, it ain't about how hard you hit, it's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. That's how winning's done. That's, that's, that was my senior quote, I remember that from high school. Um, sorry for bringing up the past, I, I don't live in it, but it's, uh, it's something that truly motivates me, and you know, the world really suffered a loss this past couple weeks, I mean, we had to talk about it. You have to bring this stuff up because it's it's important. You know, Kobe Bryant and his daughter Gianna, seven other people that you know. Life is too freaking short. Who would? That was not planned. That was something that obviously, and there were reports today that it was like this close from being saved, where it was like. 12 seconds or something, or 100, 100 feet from the clouds that they were stuck in when they fell. Like, life is too damn short. You get unlucky sometimes and that happens. It's really, it sucks. I mean, look what the guy was. Kobe, and I, I'm, I'm, I shouldn't just be harping on Kobe, but there were eight other people, obviously, that, that, that lost their lives and families, and everybody's really, you know, affected by this. But, you know, Kobe Bryant was... Not a role model to me. We talked about role models earlier. But you got to respect the man's hustle. I didn't look up to him just because I wasn't a fan of the Lakers. Was Kobe cool. Bryant was one of the best basketball players of all time by far. By far. Mamba mentality. People are all about the Mamba mentality. Now, it sparked up obviously a little more because that's what he lived by and sadly had to die by by what happened. It's tragic. But that's the mentality that we should all be living because life is too fucking short. 
And pardon my French. Yeah, no, Kobe gave a whole lot to the world, just like you said about LeBron James. The Mamba Academy. Um, I mean, he was a mentor to so many people in the NBA. The WNBA, to add on to it. You know, he saw the equality. He had four daughters. And, you know, people were like, you didn't have a son? It's like, what does that matter? I mean, obviously, like, some people... My dad had two sons, but my uncle had two daughters. Like, who cares? It doesn't matter. But Kobe loved his kids. Kobe loved all four of his daughters, his wife, his his passion. I mean, 20 years with the Lakers. 20 years in the league. Of 20 him, years him in the dog, Lakers. Him giving people inspiration, hope, all that good stuff. Good A 17-year-old kid from you know, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Me. He did it. He He just, you know what I mean? He did it, you know, when he lived life, you know, your first time. But that's the the point, man. Like, somebody with those kind of accolades, that life, everything, gone. And it sucks. It affected so many people. You saw it all over. Even you still you a see it. Fan or you don't have to be a fan. Or you don't have to be a fan of Kobe. You don't even have to be a fan of, like you said, basketball. Anything. Kobe Bryant was an icon. Yeah. People look up to a man like that who people know factually that there were some rough spots in his career, in his past, in his professional life. The man did so much. And now is really inspired more people and it's sad that it was posthumanly it really is he was yes he was a model to people now and before death but now people are talking about him and it's like you know i mean listen y'all know how y'all feel about kobe i know how i feel about kobe it touched me it hurt me but i mean hey that's the thing though continue to move on life life is too short but the thing you can do continue to do continue to move on take advantage of each day Absolutely. You only get tomorrow. You don't even get tomorrow. I shouldn't even say you get tomorrow. You don't. You get today. That's the sad part of life, but it's the reality. Gotta take take advantage of it. Take advantage of every day you got because you don't know if you got tomorrow. That's why life is too short. It sucks. But, again, Nate, you make a phenomenal point. You live every day to the last breath, to the last moment. Mm -hmm. Like... It's okay to be sad. Like people, people are allowed to be sad. People are allowed to feel a, a, some type of way. It's human. It's very human. So, people like that out there, like, that's why you gotta live your best life. But even though life makes you sad, this podcast is here to make you happy. That's why you <laughs> tune in to shed talk to brighten up your day a little bit, get a little couple questions, couple thoughts rolling through your head. A little yeah. deep sometimes. So, like Anthony said, we I've had a shed thought. Anthony has had a shed thought. If y'all want to shed, if y'all want to have y'all shed thought right on there, hit us up with hashtag shed thought at shed talk podcast at me at Anthony. Hit us up directly. I promise you, the next one we will read your we will read those out loud. We got you. And for any of our new followers, anybody that ends up listening after episode two, you know, if you're looking for where we're at. We're all over um, any of the streaming applications you can think of, Twitter and Instagram, at Shed Talk Podcast. You can follow us on Anchor FM, get us on Spotify, Podcasts, you get us on YouTube, at just look up Shed Talk Podcast. 
I'm telling you, I don't want you to miss out on a good time. And then, like I said, that's all we got. Once again, our producer, at Peach Cut, <laughs> with two Ks, one A. You know who I on, am on, now. On, on Stop all it. Plat- <laughs> on all platforms. You got this man over here on IG, at Tony Football. That's F-U-T-B-O-L. And you can catch me Again, on Twitter. Soccer. At and underscore Monroe 26. And we're at Shed Talk Podcast across the board. We That's love a wrap. you. We like you. We love you. Until we shed again. <laughs>